Hey you, I'm the Queen of Shade. Welcome to the interview. Don't forget to comment, like, subscribe. Oh, and hit my cash app to support your favorite content creator. Now let's get to the interview. everyone. This is your fearless leader, the Queen of Shade, coming at you with a very special presentation today. I want to bring to you someone whom I've known for almost two decades, someone who has been an integral part of my life, spiritually, physically, mentally, emotionally, and just has a lot of good things to say. So it was long overdue that I sat down and had a conversation with this person for you guys to see and for you guys to glean the knowledge and um, be given the encouragement and inspiration that I get when I'm off camera. So without further ado, I would like to introduce to you Reverend Jermaine Green. Say hi. Hey everybody, what's going on? <laughs> okay. Reverend Green has a bachelor's degree in psychology, is working currently on a, another bachelor's degree in religious studies, right? All right. He is uh, the Reverend of, please say your, the name of your um, church and stuff. Unity Fellowship of Christ Church, New York City. New York City. Okay. And I met him in New York City. It was crazy. We talked on the phone, but we met face to face in New York City. And that meeting changed my life. It changed the trajectory of my life. And I, from that moment, I couldn't see my life without Reverend Green. So, all right, here we go. Now we got to do this now. And I'm just going to say this. We tried this yesterday and yesterday was amazing. And for some odd reason, it did not save the recording, but it was so crazy because I was speaking to my nephew about it and I was regaling the conversation that we had. And my nephew and I both got the premonition in our spirits that it did not record because what was said was actually for me. It was actually for me. And you're going to get some of it today. We're going to, we're not going to recreate yesterday's um, interview, but I'm going to ask some of the same questions because I need you guys to hear what it sounds like to be in the presence, I'm getting goosebumps, of someone whom is connected to the divine, to the universe, and to each and every single life form on this planet without judgment, with out condemnation. So I'm going to call you, I call you Jermaine, but I'm going to call you Reverend Green for this because this is serious. So Reverend Green, <laughs> I want to, my first question is, how long have you been at your church and what drove you there? What, okay. you, that's the question. Okay. 
So I've been here for over two decades. It's mm. it, <laughs> never saw myself doing that. But so what what brought me there was a trick. Uh, not not trick like uh, you know, I'm trying to get <laughs> not a person. Trick. <laughs> so yeah. uh, someone that I saw as a father figure was like, yo, I gotta go somewhere before I go home, because you know, I like to eat because I was going to get some meat. So he was like, I got to drop some paperwork off. Wow. <laughs> for you to come with me. And then we're going to go get some meat. I was like, as long as there's food involved, I don't care. So he brought me to this, this building. I was like, oh, wait, hold it down. <laughs> First off, that's a church. <laughs> Second off, that whole sucker will burn and destroy if I walk in. So I'm not too comfortable on this. And he was like, no, 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 You're just going to sit here and then I'm going to run upstairs. I'm going to take care of this. And then we're going to go get some Chinese food. I was like, oh, you said the magic word, Chinese food. So I got walked into the space and there was a whole bunch of people there singing. I was like, oh, wait, hold. What, what, what are we doing? <laughs> I'm sitting here quiet. Oh, no, you can join. I will not. <laughs> I will not. So, <laughs> so that's what kind of got me there initially to physically be in the space but in essence what kept me there yes. was the fact i was able to walk in with a hoodie a pair of jeans and a pair of boots wow no one looked at me funny because you when you normally go to church mm -hmm. there's an aesthetic that mm -hmm. if you don't have it you're mm -hmm. not able to come through the door right i was like yeah i think they were just faking it that first sunday because you know new face fresh meat mm. so it may have been some of that so i was like i'm gonna come back the following week <laughs> I'm going to look all messed up in the face with the beard like a Yeti. And then I'm going to wear a do-rag, a fitted hat, a sweatshirt, sag some pants, and then have on some sneakers. And I know they ain't going to go for that because, you know, these church folk, holy in a dollar, they're not going to do that. I walked in. They was like, hey, how you doing, brother? Welcome back. Oh, my God. We didn't expect for you to come back. Have a seat. I was like, what? Wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wait. Wow. Have a seat. What, what, wait. You were supposed to tell me at the door to go out. Or some lady was supposed to come, son, come in the back. We have a change of clothes for you because of love. Wow. But none of that happened. I was like, okay, that's weird. But okay, mm -hmm. let's stick with that. And at that point, I wasn't the most holiest. I was, I was literally in church while service was going on, setting up booty calls on my cell phone. <laughs> Which is why I don't, it's a miracle. It had to be the universe that got me to this point in 2021 to be a reverend. Because I literally was on the phone. Okay, I'm gonna date myself. So I had a Nextel phone. So oh wow! Okay, thing <laughs> called Direct Connect. So service is going on. They say, nin, 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 and I, oh yeah. <laughs> hey, what's up? I, I'm, I'm in church right now, so I can't really be talking. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> I told you I'm in church. I can't be talking. Oh, oh, <laughs> and I will pull out a whole keyboard. This is before the phones y'all get now. Smartphones get the little keyboard. You can do, 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 do. Right. Back in the days, you had to get an extendable, unfoldable keyboard to type. Yes, dated myself. That's fine because 45 looked good. So I sat there <laughs> and typed and set up booty calls by server. I didn't pay attention to none of that stuff going on in the service because right. I was for that because it didn't make sense. And then one day, the pastor said, God is love and love is for everyone. And the word everyone spoke deep into me that it surpassed me trying to be on my phone. The fact that I closed my phone, put it on silent, and that did something to me. It made me now be curious about if God is love, according to this man with a collar and this big old robe on and he and all that shouting and sweating stuff, 
I was like, let me now try to discover what God is for me. Mm-hmm. Not grandma, not grandpa, not mama, my, not auntie, not cousins, not nobody right. for me. So because he's talking about is a personal relationship. So let me now seek because I'm a nerd. So I start researching. I'm like, OK, so let me understand because I know what I was told at my family church. Right. That if you identified with any of the individuals who are part of the lettered community, that you were on an express train to hell. Hell, like there was no local stops. It wasn't like the China bus. It stops and pick up people. No, no, you was on an acceleron or that express train they have in China that literally you're going to trick to hell. There's no stop. There's no stop at go. You're there. So I was like, okay, I, I believe this. No shade. I believe that's why I thought the church was going to fall down when I walked in because I knew <laughs> the stuff that I did the night before. <laughs> I knew the stuff that was in my head. So I was like, oh, this old building's going to fall because it'd be holy folks. <laughs> then I began to understand through study that the word that they used against me for so long, abomination, just meant unlawful. Right. And that's when you use a resource guide, everyone called the concordance. Yeah. Concordance is basically this big old thick book really thick mm-hmm. and it literally takes every word that's in your king james bible mm-hmm. not the catholic bible that's a whole nother story but mm-hmm. the protestant's bible and it translates it to its original language which is either mm-hmm. greek or hebrew mm-hmm. so I, I want to understand so that word was a hebrew word and it translated to unlawful wow. so i'm like wait so me being who i am is unlawful why Mm-hmm. So then I began to do more research. And the culture at that time, their whole premise was two things. We need to get Jesus and sex is not supposed to be pleasurable. Right. Two things. And it was a commitment. So unpleasurable and it was a commitment. It was your duty as a community member. So I was like, okay, what does that mean? And then I kept doing research. So it then began to shame or penalize Males for jerking off. Right. Oh, sorry. Masturbating. Let me use proper term. No, you can say whatever you want to say. I'm like, you're giving it to us. You're giving it to us good. Like, this is really, it's crazy. This is helping me, but keep going, please. And and women were vilified for having a period. Mm. A period. What we now know in 2021 to be a natural occurrence. Back then, it was seen as a devil and you were unclean. So you were supposed to separate when a woman had a period. They they set them all in a hut, wow. not realizing by doing that, you set all of their cycles together, sinking. Right. Women. Natural thing. It's not like some imaginary thing. It's natural. Google it. And then men were unclean because they, they masturbated, skeet, skeeted on some sheets. So right. the gag was the men had to burn all the sheets, clean. The house had to be clean in order for it to be clean. Wow. So that's first thing self-pleasure was vilified because there was no way for Jesus to come from that. Right. Also, a period that was a woman's natural recycling process mm-hmm. was seen as unlawful because Jesus couldn't come from that. So, and then it was a, a commitment. There was no pleasure. There was no ooh-ah. The, the stuff that we have now with porn and all that emotion. Right. and No, no, it wasn't that. It was, this is your job and you do it. And it's a job that some people didn't like. Right. Because it was arranged marriage. I ain't love, I ain't love him, but my, my, right. my daddy said I'd look, marry him because he paid X amount of money. Right. Never heard of it. So uh, I you weren't even an actual spouse to him. You were property. You were, you were property. You were property. Mm-hmm. So they, the, the man ain't had to like you anyway. It was you were a whole. They were able to skeet, 
do, 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 skeet and go about their business. Like nothing ever happened. There was no, I love you. There was no caress in the face. There was no intimacy. There was none of that. It was some barbaric stuff. So cavemen, biblical era, same type of sex. There's right. no difference. So then I was like, oh, so because pleasure mm-hmm. of one's form was vilified because it didn't bring Jesus, that's why then it correlates to unlawful, all in the same bit of stuff. Right. Why people who have pleasure and enjoy the process and is not seen as a duty or a hardship will be vilified. Mm-hmm. Because, but then gag, women who could not have children were vilified, unlawful, and sinners. And, and devil possessed wow. and, and there's something in your womb so a man who was sterile the same exact thing so realize when they use these words it just didn't include the letter community it yeah. included men who were sterile yeah women who was in, infertile yeah. both of those was lumped in why because that if you did have relations you wasn't having it for the commitment or what you, your duty or to produce children or to produce children you couldn't you, you, there was no way it was coming Right. So you were seen as if you did it, it was, you was going to get some pleasure out of it. Mary Magdalene was pr- crucified because she, she got pleasure from it because she understood right. her form. Right. Husband dead, she knew her form. But that made me realize, it's like, oh, so because I enjoy it, they had no understanding of intimacy or the word love, really, one to another. That's why Jesus had to come to tell them the greatest commandment is to love thou God with all, love thou God with all thy heart. And the second is likened to the first, to love thy neighbor as thyself. So Jesus had to remind these folks to love for real because they, it was all duty. Right bound by communal duty to do these things, cultural duty. Nothing else mattered. That's why when Jesus came, they didn't believe he came. But nonetheless, that became my introduction into the fact that God loved me just the way I am. Right. Because God didn't answer the prayer to take this away. Mm-hmm. 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 I think we all pray, pray that. God didn't, God didn't somehow step in, nor did when I contracted HIV. Was it somehow the moment that I was demonized and God was punishing me? Why? Because God was still blessing me. The divine was still showing up. I was still able to pay bills. I was still able to have a roof over my head. I was still able to eat. I still was able to look in the mirror and see love in myself. Right. right. But that prayer somehow didn't work. Right. God, give me a job. There was a job. God, I, I, you, know, you know, I'm struggling with this. I need to find love. All these things were happening, but that one prayer wasn't happening. Made me understand that humanity at a time has to catch up to God. Because God's thought was already past this whole concept of homosexuals going to hell and all this stuff because God's thoughts are higher than our thoughts. God's ways are higher than our ways. But humanity still is stuck on the fact that God didn't love us. But if Jesus died for all of us, quote unquote, for those who are Jesus only folks, if Jesus died for all of us and now we have a new grace, then all of us get grace. Not just the whores. Right. Not just the pastors who cheats on their wife, not just mm. the deacons that do all type of mean, malicious things, mm. not just the deaconess that claims to be godly, but sits there and ridicules and judges people. But all of us were supposed to be under that, that saving grace. But somehow, because of slavery mm-hmm. and learning a religion that was brought to us in an oppressive state, mm. 
stripping us of our culture let's own mm. that because Christian, christians have done that to multiple cultures mm. on this planet eskimos have gone through the same thing mm -hmm. indigenous tribes of turtle island has done that aka what other people will call indians mm -hmm. no native tribes mm -hmm. nations of turtle island but nonetheless that's a quick lesson give that free free then us because we were told and we've seen it in the roots for all the mm -hmm. folks who again age appropriate you know i'm dating myself root what's your name kuta kente no, your boy, your name is Toby. Mm -hmm. So they, and then they said it was all because of Jesus. Slavery mm -hmm. was because of Jesus. They the master. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. This is what Christians did. This ain't, this, and again, I am, a, I would call myself a hybrid Christian because I am more spiritual in the fact that I understand that we're all connected. Right. But from the traditional Christian, they, they were like, Separate God sent mm -hmm. them to their to to, to civilize mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. barbaric people. Mm -hmm. So when we came into the place, be aware: slave preachers only learned how to preach because of memory. So I need you to understand they have you say that again. Memory. Slave preachers didn't know how to read because it was unlawful to teach them to read because if they learned to read, they would be free. So what did slave preachers originally do? They took the same thing that master taught and be aware, they either had to listen from outside the church in the elements. They weren't allowed really in the church. They were outside while white folk were sitting there and, and sitting on the plantation all mm, pristine while the preacher would preach. And then what would the slave preacher do? Listen. And they would take all that information in. And then that's when the black magic happened. They would go to the, the slave churches, which were outside. Gag, we, there was no building. Nope. Us outside, yep. we would be around a campfire. We would be in fellowship with folks. But somehow yep. the building has become the priority. But nevertheless, and that slave preacher would literally use the black magic that was there. That's called charisma, charismatic. Mm -hmm. All the things they say about black preachers now, slave mm -hmm. preachers did that. And then they gave color to the words that the white preacher, oppressor, slave master gave. And then next, you know, that just recycled. Right. Over and over and over again. And then out of those slave preachers who get, became free, those slave preachers continue to, to preach the that. same thing. Mm -hmm. Because it was what I was, I heard. Mm -hmm. I heard the language of oppression. Mm -hmm. So now I'm going to get the language of oppression from a more colorful and more, ah, way. And then I heard sexism and I heard homophobia. And now I'm, I'm going to give it back to you in a more colorful way. No, 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 no. It's still oppression right if you slap me with a bare fist yeah. a bare open hand and then you slap me with a oven mitt on does it make it a difference but it's still a slap it's still a slap and that's what we've done but the power becomes the bible tells us study to show yourself approved right study does not mean exactly what pastor because i'm clear at my church question me Right. If, if I'm theologically off, if that didn't make sense, how did I make these weird connections between stuff? Talk to me because I want to A, improve. Mm -hmm. But in traditional settings, <laughs> pastor's the law. Mm. Pastor will preach that and that's the truth. Hey, glory be to Pastor was on it uh, because he's just recycling the same things that mm -hmm. you always heard and maybe gave a slight different spin to it, but it's still the same oppressive thing that says mm -hmm. women have a place and they're obedient and subservient to their men because they're helpmates and they're not. 
they're sentient individuals on their own. They're, they're connected to someone. And until you have a husband, somehow your merit is not that high. Or as I used to say to my godson children, your market value somehow is not the highest, is at the lowest point because you don't, your merit and value comes from a man. The same thing that happened in antiquity that a woman was then only valued when her husband gave money to the woman's family and then somehow she became somebody but she was somebody because she was connected to a husband but neither here or there and we've continued that process which is why it's such a hard struggle now for black preachers regardless of being progressive or conservative to really speak to black lives matter to really speak to racism in a different way. That's why MLK was hated. That's why Michael X was hated. That's why all these folks began to be hated because why they began to sit there and expound beyond love. That's why Coretta Scott King became vilified slightly by folks because then she expound upon the truth nature of MLK and the fact of his enlightenment that happened. But yet, we, when we hear a progressive voice in a world, in a sea right. of Mook and Maya, Right. We rather pop the bubble of progressive that's coming out of the, the well of just, ugh. Right. Because, so, because we all need to be the same. No, mm-hmm. no, no, no. If we only allow that bubble to grow, then what happens is all the muck, all mm-hmm. the mire begins to get pushed away. And then what happens at some point when there's enough of clean water, the water has the ability and the power and the presence to then cleanse itself. Mm. But we don't allow progressiveness to and inclusion and all that stuff to grow because then it forces us to see ourselves anew. Mm. It forces us to be accountable to the harsh words we said. And that's okay. Now go apologize. Mm-hmm. Honor the fact that you've hurt some people. Honor the fact that you've made your daughter be submissive mm-hmm. and vilified her when she wanted to find her own unique voice. Mm-hmm. Honor the fact that you've oppressed your son so he cannot be connected to his emotional state because you said that was him being a girl. Mm. Honor the fact that you said to your daughter when she sat there and wanted to play with Tonka trucks or she wanted to get a hammer or she wanted to wear pants or she wanted to play basketball. Somehow she was trying to act like a boy. Somehow we need to apologize to our male sentient beings because if you wanted to cook mm-hmm. and be in the mother in the kitchen and learn, somehow you need to go outside to be a man. Somehow we process these things and created the toxicity that we live in today. Toxic masculinity is literally the byproduct of all that old stuff that we took into ourselves and believed it is true. Right. Tons of psychologists have proven that if you have both energies, call right. him, that you are a well-rounded individual. Right. That means going beyond the construct that to mm-hmm. cook and to clean is a woman's thing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because that means if you are grown adult or you're growing up, mm-hmm. that means you're going to be ordering a lot of food mm-hmm. until you get a girlfriend. <laughs> that means you're going to be broke. Because that means eating three times a day. And some of us who uh, partake in a certain nectar of the, of, of, of the earth, you're going to be snacking and munching. So what that means, you're going to be running through your money because you got to order on Uber Eats. Right. Grubhub. Mm-hmm. You're going to have to order on Seamless. It's going to keep you broke. Caviar. Because you ain't got no boo to cook for you. Mm-hmm. 
your house gonna look a mess. So your bros ain't gonna come over because all of y'all got nasty houses and you're gonna have to go to your sister's houses. Mm-hmm. That construct has imprisoned too many of us to not be able to be ourselves. That's why there was a post online about men competing against each other because we, we, we haven't learned the emotional maturity necessary to honor the divinity and the divineness and the universal power and the supreme and universal intelligence in somebody else that them being who they are does not take away from me being authentic. Right. It means together we are more powerful. Right. Because I honor their awesomeness, they honor my awesomeness, and that begins to spread. We don't have to be in competition. Right. But as long as we have those things in our head, I know I was supposed to talk about that one thing, but it kind of led something. So yeah, as long as we're in that, that, that that's where that goes. But mm-hmm. we have the capacity, yeah. as I've said yesterday, yeah. to be agents of giving life. Yes. That 86, all the other foolishness. That will 86 sexism. That will 86 privilege. That will 86 homophobia. That will 86 ableism. That will 86 misogyny. That will 86 toxic masculinity. That will 86 caste system. That will 86. All of the things that are used in this world to oppress the other. Yeah. Being life-giving agents, agents of life, it's impossible for there to be an other. Yeah. Because the other is me. Yep. Even if it's someone outside of you, because I, oh my God, what do you mean the other is me? When you go outside and you see someone that, 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 that that's you. You. That's you. Because to be a life, an agent of life, that means your awareness to love transcends everything. That means love is for everyone. That means you walk in that move of love is for everyone. That means you are an agent of life. That means you will love whoever, no matter the, thing yeah yes that's hard because you're gonna love the ex that punch you in your face yes that's hard you're gonna love the person who murdered somebody yes that's hard you're gonna love the person who was a pedophile but the gag is maybe at some point if we all loved yeah and broke the construct those folks would have never gone that route why because they would have been whole and been able to have honest conversation about whatever feelings they had and they would have never had to repress it right and pound other things on top of it because that made them miss and no you can't feel that and kept pressing it down and then it got down so much it erupted and they couldn't control it but if we were all agents of love none of that would happen right. if we were all agents of life that wouldn't happen because we're giving life to each other giving mm-hmm. life to others and giving life to ourselves and that makes this amazing thing we have mm-hmm. that capacity so yeah and and you know what's so crazy i love i love where this went because um, I said to you, I, I wanted to talk to you about this on camera because, you know, yesterday happened and then I was disappointed that it didn't save, but something happened overnight. I was talking to one of my mentees and they were talking about um, just the relevancy today's uh, situation topic with what was it, Travis Scott and World. They were talking about that. What um, What my mentee was telling me was that there was a person that was like, it was that they haven't, like, he didn't say that they caught, well, she didn't say that they caught anybody, but there was footage of a person speaking in tongues over the dead bodies. But it was what, from what she was saying, I don't know, because, you know, people, news is not, it could be fake news, but what she was saying, it still brought something up in me because what she was hinting at was the fact that this person 
was cleansing these people or sending them back to their maker because they were at an unclean concert listening to unclean music was basically where I was going. And what that brought up in me and my, my nephew and I had this conversation actually not even an hour ago was that when I look at my life, I held on to something you said because I wanted to, to go back to it. You said, when you understand your form. And I realized that in my life, the only people that have ever really hurt me have all been Christians. And that was a sad realization. Walking back through my life, the only people that, and, and, and this was the thing, and, and you said it, they wanted to oppress me. I was other, but they wanted to do whatever they wanted to do. They could do whatever, drink, sex, whatever. But for me to exhibit any sign of my otherworldliness was an issue. And I like, even in, even in college, like before, you know, the, I was diagnosed with bipolar one PTSD and acute anxiety disorder. I was the gospel choir director and I watched these kids Saturday night party at our student complex. It was called Gemmel. Um, I watched them party at the Gemmel building, drink and do whatever they wanted to do and then show up for choir practice or whatever church we were traveling to near the Pittsburgh area because I went to school near Pittsburgh, you know, and be there. And it was okay for them. And the problem was, all of my life, I was in church, but I believed everything that was taught. I believed everything that was said. I had no idea that the people saying it didn't believe it either, that they were just like you said. And I, 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 was, I was like, oh my God, just regurgitating what was the common consensus of what was going on in the church or the message. And like you said, the messages were all the same. They were all the same. And it really hurt me because I believe that if I was going to serve God, I had to be every word of that Bible, every single word. And it was so crazy because in college, I too was there. God, you answered all these other prayers. You got me to college. I'm here. You know, I bombed the SATs and you still let me get into four universities because of my grades. So you got me here. I'm studying biology. I need you to take this cup from me. And no answer. And I watched those kids party, but ridicule me. Oh my God. They triggered me. They set off my sickness in me. They were my triggers. They pushed me to a very stressful point, but I started to fast. And I got to a point where my advisor of the gospel choir said, baby, put the Bible down. It's going to drive you crazy. And I said, no, because I need something from this. And I know God and I grew up like this and, and I know he's real. And I went on a fast and I literally fasted for about three or four months. And I literally ate maybe a bagel every two or three days. And I remember when my family 
came to see me at the hospital because my grandmother, she drove the six hours from her job to come and rescue me. I was in prison at that time too. I'll get to that in a second. But um, it was like, I'm not going to eat ever again until this is taken from me. And it's like you said, God said to you, like, I, I come to, and I'm like, God, I almost died. He like, yeah, you almost died. <laughs> you know, doing what you're doing instead of finding me on your own, finding and forging your new relationship, being other. And I had something really unique happen at that time. And you just talking to you here brought back good memories. You were speaking about the way that the church should be, the way that the church could be, but also the way that your church is. And that is, that was so monumental because during that time, I remember the divine when that was when I first started to have premonitions and find out I was a shaman and an oracle and a pro like I was seeing things that was 21 years ago. And literally I was at my lowest point. I'm sitting in my room. And if you know anything about bipolar one, you start to throw out all your furniture, you throw out all your belongings, you, you start to unload physical things, trying to unload the, the mental trauma. So you start to get rid of physical things because you're trying to lighten the load. So I remember the divine saying to me, sit down in this chair. I'm crying because, you know, bipolars, we cry uncontrollably that, you know, it's just, we go through the gambit of, of emotions. It's a behavioral disorder. So I sit down in the chair and the divine says to me, look out your window. And I had double windows in my, in my room and we were in the mountains. So it was really beautiful. And the divine said to me, and I'm crying about the state of my life and, all that's going wrong. And the divine says, I'm going to give you a crown for your head. And you're not going to have to die for it. And I did not know what that meant. But it was like, a, like, it was, that was the first time that what everybody had taught me was now null and void. And seeds started to be planted in me from the divine. And literally 21 years later, I understand my form. As you said, I embrace both sides of myself. I'm two-spirited. I have a masculine and a feminine spirit. People think, oh, he's just feminine. No, I'm flamboyant. I'm dramatic. But today, I have that crown. I am the queen of shade. That is my trademark. I will have that crown until the day I cross out of this world and sign it to someone else. I have that crown. And I was saying to my nephew, you know, I don't believe anymore in the fact that, oh, every single thing in your life happened to bring you to where you are. And I was saying it downstairs, a lot of Christians, that's how they justify your pain. That's how they justify what happens to them. And it's like, oh, well, God was preparing me. And this revelation is new too. So I'm like, I realized, no, God is not preparing you. You're already fully formed. You are just facing the trials and the tribulations based on where you are in your life, where you are. It's just where you are. 
I started in the projects. It's just where I was. And I, as I was saying to my nephew, I realized that, like I said, and I, you said this too, and it, this is all new. And I said, I wanted to talk to you about this on camera. I realized something. And I said this in the presence of my grandmother, who is a devout Christian. She cursed sometimes, but she's a devout Christian. Like she's real, right? You know? So I said, every Christian that I know, every Christian that I see, they always take it upon themselves to speak for God. And they always judge. They are always telling you what you can't do, what you shouldn't do, that God is going to get you. Like you're this, you're that. That's what I heard my whole life. And I realized something, and I said this to my nephew, they keep doing that. They keep condemning other. And God keeps taking others and making them millionaires, making them billionaires. They get the fullness of wealth and enjoyment. And the Christian, the judgmental Christian, I'm not going to say all of them because I'm not, I, I also realize that it's not all of them, but the judgmental Christian is left to do nothing but pray on their knees. And they never see the fullness of what God's love can do for their life. They go to their grave, listening to the preacher, doing this, this, any other, and nothing radical happens. I remember one time I got into an argument with my grandmother and I said to her, I said, you're telling me this and your friends are telling me that, but I'm the millionaire. I'm the one on par to live an abundant life and take care of you. Yet and still, y'all want to condemn me and y'all ain't got two cents to rub together, nor a plan to get it. And she looked at me and I said, also, I'm tired of you not living what you, what you condemning us about. If you're going to be a Christian, be a Christian all the time. Don't curse. Don't make a mistake. Live that book. And, and I, I hold them to that. Live every word of that book. You better not step outside of that book because I'm going to be right there like, see? See? Like, I, I've had a lot of church hurt. And I brought you on today because so many people have had church hurts. And, and like you said yesterday, that thing will destroy you. So my next question to you is, how do you speak to a me who is in tune with the understanding of their form and different and hurt and hurt? That is the, the key word and hurt. How do, you, how do you help someone like one of my friends did when I was homeless. And she looked at me and said, baby, you've got more God in you than I see in church on Sunday. How do you speak to those people that are just other because God made them to be other and they have great things to do? Great. And, and that's the thing. Like this conversation is for everyone, but this conversation is for us. I'm, I have to say that. It's for us because... We are the ones condemned. We are the scourges of the earth. 
considered the scourges of the earth, lower than we were treated lower than they treated their livestock and animals, dogs. We were considered less than that. And my nephew, he said something, and then I'm gonna let you expound on what I just asked you, but he said something the other day. He saw a video on TikTok and this black guy who I follow was very adamant. He was like, he was calling them white devils and black men and women are the gods of this planet and you should bow to us and this, this, that, and the other. And I asked my nephew for, because he has insight as well as a prophet as well. He said to me, he said, if you are godlike and I enslaved you, brainwashed you, took everything from you for 400 years, I'm not bowing to you. I already own you. I already conquered you. I, I'm not, you want repara reparations for what? Like you're not getting anything from me. You're, I'm, I'm not afraid of you. Like, we, you don't matter in the conversation. And that is what we are told every time we, we turn to social media to see another killing, see another white person acquitted for killing us during Black Lives Matter or before that. Like, how do you speak to people that are other, that are just so tired of the hurt in the community? Because I did not, I lent my voice. There were a lot of Black people coming to me asking me to lend my voice to Black Lives Matter, and I wouldn't do it. I spoke about it a couple of times on my podcast, but I left it alone. And I had followers, Black followers that unfollowed me because they were upset that I wasn't using my platform for Black Lives Matter. But my stance was, sweetheart, I'm not going to march on the front line with you for Black Lives Matter. And as soon as Black Lives Matter is over, you kill me because I'm gay. You don't, you know, you know, like, and, and that's the thing, like you, you don't respect me. You expect me to rally around you. And, and, and this is so crazy too. I'm, I'll hold on to that. But like, it's so crazy that even on my platform, I scout and find the most beautiful black and Latin men in the world. They come to me now. I've built my platform to do that. And I have been ravaged and hurt by black men but yet and still i find them beautiful and i hope one day that they can let go of the machismo that they have and just be real because it's killing us it's killing our community for them them not being themselves like it's not just a gay issue like it's everybody's issue that they can't be themselves like not good fathers not good uncles not good sons like and my nephews both my nephews said it they're heterosexual and they said to me they said my nephew said to me quite frankly he said uncle bj i never thought that i would learn how to be a man from a gay man he was like you taught me how to be a man so my question to you again is, how do you speak to people that are, I'm hurt, I am. Like I'm, I'm fighting back emotion right now because I'm just so tired. And even in my work, I give and give and give and give and give. And sweetheart, I have a lot of people that follow me worldwide, but I speak first to this. 
I can't not speak to this first. And it's like, I hope that you will get better. I hope that something I say to you will empower you and inspire you to go try this thing for yourself and stop holding on to what you were taught. You said it yesterday, unlearn what you have been taught. Like, when are you gonna start that process? So how do you speak to people that are like me? Because I, I will never, like, I'm just telling you, I will never step foot in a church again. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it to myself. Like I have been in therapy for 14 years. Like literally this shit nearly wiped me off the face of the planet. I'm not going there. And I told my nephew, I'm like, I have this thing where I want, it's crazy. I have this thing where my music videos, I want them in cathedrals around the world. I'm just putting that out there. But outside or in, there will be a burning cross. I will be levitating. My eyes will be on fire when you look at me. Like, the, I, like that's where I'm going. Like, but I'm hurt still. I'm hurt. And I haven't really tackled that in therapy in 14 years, but like, I'm afraid of my own people. I'm afraid of my own people. And that's just not good. We talked about this yesterday. I lock myself in my house. I don't go out like this. I don't go anywhere. My blinds even now are closed. The light from the sun is drained out of this room so that I could create a space where I could feel safe to do what feels and comes naturally to me. How do you speak to people that are hurt like that? Wow. Okay. So there's this. Two things, that question, but then also, um, even though you sit in a place of hurt, I'm going to answer the question, trust me. I'm, I'm don't take, no, do, do what you do. You are, even because of the, the population, the demographic that has hurt you, you're still being an agent of life mm-hmm. by creating space within your, your, your sphere for others to come in. Mm-hmm. The same folks that would have vilified and called you all type of names. Mm-hmm. You are literally loving unconditionally. Mm-hmm. You're literally giving life back to them, which is why you are one of the hardest working biologists I know on this planet. <laughs> yeah, you know, knock out like nine videos in a day. I don't understand how the queen does that, but hey, it's a fact of- There's 22,000 of them. <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> Yesterday, but we're not going to that. So yeah, it's a fact that the thing that gave her life, yeah. she then offers that life to others. Yeah. So it, it allows you to almost start the healing process unconscious because you're now creating a space for these other who have technically hurt you historically to now come and be aligned with you and then become to reach to you as the the wise one, to, as the oracle, as the shaman. Why? Because now they found within themselves the fact that they can walk in their own uniqueness of their skin. They now found the beauty within themselves because why? You, your essence. Oh you have begun to do that healing process unconsciously by your platform, by the spear, the global universal spear that the divine birthed through you to then come up to, the crown that you now wear as the queen. You now have shifted the entire process unconsciously wow. by doing that because now those folks that have hurt you now come to you for wisdom. My come pastor, my old pastor, my old pastor from church follows me. She found a lot of pastors follow me. 
because you are literally doing the thing that we were fashioned to do. Our only purpose in life truly is to do, be an agent of life. Wow. The only thing. And when we align to that, transformation begins to happen. And literally, you have got to the place that the level of confidence that you exude right. is because you've literally aligned yourself, mind, body, soul, and being with being an agent of life. So that's why all these folks from all across the world, cultures that technically would have burnt your ass up two seconds the moment you step play, but yet are now coming in to hear. Some come to here because they see the face like, oh, that's a cute lady. Let me come see. Oh, she hot. And then, wait, oh, wait. That's exactly. And then they click it and it's like. And then, then they go through this moment, but it's too late. Why? Because the seed, the, the, the world seed has already been planted in them from you. Wow. Shamans have the ability to work between two spaces and then begin to create healing for that. You now are like a ultimate seed planter and are planting these world seeds in people for them to literally start the process of unlearning yourself. So how do we speak to people that have been in church hurt? First thing is we got to own the fact that there's some hurt. Yeah. First thing, let, let, let's not make it seem like, oh, no, that doesn't happen. Oh, glory. Knee, ankle, toe, my behind. No, hurt has happened. As long as it's humans, there will be a level of hurt because we still know judgment. Mm. Because we speak on the on, on, on we speak for God. No, sugar, God don't need us mm. to speak for God. God mm. needs us to be loving the great uh, G, to love thou God with all thy heart. Mm. And to, the second is likened to the first. That means they're consumed. That means they're intertwined. Mm. To love thou neighbor as thyselves. Mm. But if we have never learned how to give life to ourselves, mm. it's going to be hard to give life to somebody else. Mm. So if we begin first, acknowledge that the hurt is happening. Mm. Secondly, especially for clergy, let's start apologizing for the shenanigans of churches. Mm. Mm. Because, mm. because it exists. We can't act like it don't exist. Just like we can't act like racism or the civil rights movement, none of that. Or, or gay right. right, none of that happened. Or oh, women suffers. No, 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 no. Right. We can't act like none of that happened. So it becomes the folks of privilege. Because church folk, pastors, clergy, reverends, deacons, ministers, apostles, bishops, we sit in a space of privilege by the share office that has been given to us by the divine, not by these people. Right. We need to relinquish that privilege for a moment and be like, I'm sorry. I know I ain't the pastor that spoke to you the way that they did back then. I know I'm not, I don't belong to the church that spoke to you that way. Right. But let me say first, I, I, I'm sorry. Right. I'm sorry that a clergy person mm. sat there and could not find the love of God in their heart mm. to give you life. Mm. I'm sorry that a male clergy person told you that because you were a single mother somehow you were a sinner i'm sorry mm -hmm. that a woman clergy person told you as a male to man up and don't come in here dressing and talking and like that or have foundation on your face mm -hmm. i'm sorry that that happened mm. I am, I will invite you. Third thing, invite the person into the journey to their healing. Mm. Because if you're not ready to let go of that, because it has been, it's ingrained in you, 
and you think that's your true foundation, or as the church folks say, you think that's your cornerstone, amen, Shondo. We, we'll, I'll be here when we're ready to have that conversation. Wow. I'm here when you are ready to do the demo work. I'm ready when you are ready to seek the divine to then create a new architectural design for whom you can be. I'll be waiting for you, but I'm going to keep on talking. Mm. So as long as you, queen, are continuing to drop world seeds in people for them to grow and evolve and birth a whole, like the, a whole new world. <laughs> I'm going to smack you. <laughs> I'm going to as long as you continue to help people to birth new worlds in themselves, that that new world allows them to unlearn the old stuff. Mm. All the world sees that the, prog the true progressive folk, mm. the true inclusion folks that are planting in the world, because we're all planting growth. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. And as we continue to plant them, it's those who are ready right now to get that work in, that world seed begins to grow and flourish. Not because solely we said something. Gag, folk. It ain't we 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 great, but we ain't all that. It takes the individual to then give life back to themselves. We are sustaining, self-sustaining. The universe created a self-sustaining. Understand that. Well, well, Reverend, how could you say that? Because you know science and religion. Ah, let's unlearn that foolishness. Let's understand that the cells in our body have the ability to read. Born, reborn, to grow, to keep yeah. sustaining. When one is destroyed, there's a whole bunch of other that will be birthed and formed. Yeah. Why we, the universe ourselves, are mm -hmm. self-sustaining entities. So as we are birthing this new, this as that new world seed is beginning to take root in the seat of our souls or the 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 the, the, the lower chakra. As it's beginning to do that, it's beginning to expound to our whole body and encompass us anew. And then it has its own gravitational pull. It has its own ecosystem. And the moment that we are in that space and we've learned all that stuff and we've literally taken the invitation in to heal ourselves, then what happens is we now become life agents. Life agents, then we understand that we're connected to everything. That means nothing is separated. Nothing is devoid. We understand that some folks have just been through some situations and they've been hurt. And you know what? Let me just get a little love here. Let me a little smile and keep it moving. Right. Because when they're ready for the growth and the change, they'll come. Right. Why? Because your gravitational pull will pull, folks. Right. right. Your earth is literally growing within you, and you get to do this amazing work. Why? Because you've heard of one of the 80, I don't care, one of the unlimited, infinite videos that the queen will create over <laughs> Her lifetime, their lifetime, its lifetime, his lifetime, her yes. lifetime, yes. them lifetime, Shem lifetime. Say, yeah, I went through a whole bunch of pronouns because this one encompasses them all. But nonetheless, back to the other piece. So as long as we are literally taking these seeds, world seeds from folks and realize they're happening without us noticing them. It's when life happens and that seed begins to birth because now it's in the root, it's in the soil. Now the seed starts to break and then it starts to grow up. And then the earth starts to form on our insides, that new planet, that new planet caught you. Yeah. You, you, yes, I know earth. I use earth so it gives context to it visual. It does. It gives a lot of context because when you said it, I realized something right there the words came to me because I, I was a scholar, I studied, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth. I understand that that is not literal anymore. 
oh my God, I'm about to cry. Okay, wait, give me a second, hold on. I had to breathe for a second because that just hit, it just hit me that, you know, there, like I always believe that there were worlds within worlds. We are our own galaxies, like you said, our own universes. And when that scripture was interpreted, that I saw a new heaven, a new earth was a new group of people, a new people, a better people, a more formed, fully functional. And this is the thing. I do my work in the, in the privacy of my room. The, I have for, for years, I knew I wanted to work on the internet. Why? Because I could say what I wanted to say, record it and run. And you, wherever you are, whenever you are, would get that message and I would be safe away. I, I wouldn't even be there. And that's one thing that I still love about my job is because like you said, I do these videos and I'm channeling when I do. Like, I, like I'm really channeling, like I'm really like, I'm there. So I do that and I'm present in the moment. And I told you when I'm channeling, I don't hear what I said until I go to edit it days later. And in uh, and, and all honesty, the potency and the level of performance, I only edit the, the front of the video and the ending of the video. I don't touch nothing in between. I don't have to. It comes just that flawlessly. And that's been, I've been doing this. Right now, um, on New Year's Day, it'll be six years. Six years I've been doing this. And nonstop, there are 22,000 of these videos. On Instagram alone, I have 43,000 posts of inspiration. Even when I post a guy, it's like, you can look like this, make your health better. You can work out. You don't have to look like him, but you can have your own version of you glorifying you and the work and the discipline that you put into yourself. You just said it. Please continue into yourself. That's where you stopped. So into yourself. So the amazing, that, that was the text I was going to. So so, yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the concept of the new earth, yes, the, the, the world seed is planted by all these progressive, true loving folk, agents of, of life. Mm-hmm. Now the new heaven, heaven for a lot of people is this peaceful place, but oh my God, it's wide. Mm. <laughs> I'm gonna hurt you. I'm gonna hurt you. <laughs> but everyone gets along. Mm. New heaven. Mm. New heaven. We've unlearned some things. New heaven. We now come into harmonious one, new heaven. We now see things differently, new heaven. We we make reconciliation for our own stuff, new heaven. We get to sit there and realize that we've created some hurt too. So after we've done all the healing on ourselves from the church hurt, and that literally means build a community that allows you to have giving moments. Rev, what do you mean by giving? Jermaine, what do you mean by giving? Mm -hmm. Giving means that you come into a place that you are vulnerable and you let go from that place. You articulate from your shame. You articulate from your hurt. You articulate from your embarrassment. You articulate from your your worry. You articulate because so many times that scene is a bad thing, but no, 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 no. Mm -mm. This, This community of folks that you will build will allow you to give from that place. And why? Because they all, you will all give in a mutual reciprocity process that is to each other. But then in that same place, one will then be the 
will take on the responsibility to be the agent of life. And then what happens is that agent of life then sparks the agent of life in somebody else. And we've all heard the concerns. And then now there's a whole process of circle of life. We create a solar system. Yes. That we begin to continue to do this work. We continue to sit there and tell each person that you are more than enough. We continue to say that you are whole. We continue to say that you are wealthy. You continue to say all these affirming things to one another that this is just the moment now and this does not have to be your eternal space. We get to say this so our solar systems continue to spin. They don't spin out of control. They spin in perfect harmony because I've seen a new heaven. I've, I've seen a new earth. We get to walk in these spaces and realize some hurt people hurt people because they never was loved. Right. And that's okay. And I'll explain why. Rev is not giving co-signing to y'all folks out there who just want to be mean-spirited. No, 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 okay. no. Right. What I'm saying is, fine. That's who you are. You own it. It's time to get help. Yeah. Do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Right. Second is likened to the first. And I understand, yeah, someone hurt you, you hurt them. Okay, but the the great commandment that transcends Christianity, and how do we transcend it? I'm going to change the language for us. To love thou divine, Mm -hmm. to love thou universe, Mm -hmm. to love thou Oshun, to Mm -hmm. love thou Krishna, to love Mm -hmm. thou Vishnu, to love thou Allah, to love thou El, to love thou self is, is... is, is, is the greatest. And the second is likened to the first, to love thou neighbor, the globe is your neighbor. Wow. To love thou neighbor is the mountains that you saw outside your window. To love thou neighbor is the grass that I see out my window. To love thou neighbor is nature. It's, to love thou neighbor for those who live by the waters, praise. Uh, it's the water, it's the ocean, it's every part of the ecosystem is thou neighbor. Everything about you is life. And to liken, second is likened to the first, to love thyself. Mm-hmm. So now we've, 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 we've honored, that, that's to do unto others as you have love. Mm-hmm. Not the mess, not the shade, mm-hmm. not the read fest. Mm-hmm. Although shading can be constructive when it's done in mm-hmm. I started that way. I started that way. <laughs> so we get to then experience this process differently. Mm-hmm. So for all the folks out there, I will apologize for all the shenanigans, the buffoonery, and the foolishness that church folk have pitched you through. You know what's the crazy? That have touched you inappropriately. You know what? I, Reverend Jermaine, apologize for that. For the ones that sat there and kicked you out because you didn't fit the aesthetic quota, I, Reverend Jermaine D.R. Green of Unity Fellowship Christ Church Movement, which is all the churches around the country and in Jamaica, I apologize for that foolishness that they did to you. For the ones that sat there and judged you because somehow you were more in tune with the totality of whom you were, I apologize for that foolishness. I apologize for the unlovingness. I apologize for the judginess. And I invite you into the process of let's get the healing together. Wow. I invite you into that process. Yes, the seed has been planted. We, we, we ain't got to make it, it's, it's already there. 
infinite videos that I know she constantly wants to give a number. The infinite videos. Because guaranteed, she's like any artist that there's a ton of stuff that she ain't never released. And we you, wanna... you, better, you better say that again. <laughs> you know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> this one has created, has already planted multiple world seeds in you. All the you other folks are like it. say this real quick. I accept your apology. I accept your apology. That is so profound. I have goosebumps because in therapy, you know this, you're a psychologist. There is a process. I didn't mean to cut you off. There is a process where when you can't face the person that hurt you, you, you can face a chair and you still say out loud to that chair what you need to say. They do that in therapy. Like my, my therapist was talking about that. If you can't go back to the person because they're not sorry and they ain't never going to come back past you, you can still get the healing you need. If you sit a chair there and, uh, and unload on that chair and talk about, but I love that you're not a chair. Like this is, this is another human being breathing life into me. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Mm. 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 I invite you into mm. this space. Everyone that watches this, mm -hmm. uh, I know folks have hurt you, mm -hmm. and they've said it. <laughs> In the name of the divine. Mm. Mm. And then how do the folks rally around mm -hmm. to support the hate and the judgment? But mm. I invite you in this moment. I offer my apology. All of the folks that won't make it to see this video. Mm -hmm. mm. Because the judgment and hate broke them so deeply that they saw no way out. Mm -hmm. I offer for those who still press in the midst of their hurt. Mm. I offer my apology and I invite you into your healing. Mm. And you should heal ourselves, but open oneself to the fact those folks knew not of love. They knew of judgment. Mm. They knew of law. Mm. They knew not of humanity. Mm. Humanity transcends religious doctrine. Humanity transcends the constructs of a physical building. Humanity transcends that. And now is the time to shift from that. I don't care if clergy don't like me. Child, my mouth get me in trouble all the time. But it is time to start real healing. 
across plane, across geographic location, across continent, that we need to stop this. Yeah. Because just like this one talks to the planet and then has a connection to the planet right next to them. Uh-huh. Let us know that that is all of us. Uh-huh. We get to look at her and see this awesomeness. We're literally seeing the awesomeness in ourselves. Uh-huh. You're seeing the process of the queen's giving uh, from a vulnerable place. That is not the traditional way that folks do it. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. And yet, we see awesome. We seen amazing. We're seeing that in ourselves mm-hmm. unconsciously. Yeah. We can give from that vulnerable place. We can heal from it. We are at the brink, on the edge of that type of shift. We can get this together. That's why it's called a global community. Yes. No one is left out. That's why there's a new earth and a new heaven. Because no one is left out. Yes, it, it, it appears in the Christian text. Mm-hmm. But it's for everybody. But we can elevate it out of that one place. Mm-hmm. So it speaks to everybody. Mm-hmm. Even a person that don't understand English. Mm-hmm. Even the person that speaks another language. Mm-hmm. If we allow the new earth and the new heaven to do what it does, then that transcends culture, sex, orientation, mm-hmm. identity, language. You're telling the truth because I came across a video that I did where I was live on Instagram and I was just like picking people in my uh, chat. And I literally clicked a guy who was from Portugal and he spoke no like English. And I'm like, baby, I can't talk to you because I don't speak Portuguese. And literally I'm like in my mind, I'm thinking because he says to me, this is what, and I let him go because we couldn't have a conversation, but he says to me before we go, I love you. And I'm saying to myself, in my head, how can you love me if you can't understand me? But you just said it. He don't need to understand the words. He sees it. He feels it. He knows it's empowering when he looks at it, when he hears it. And he literally said to me, I love you. And don't speak a word of English. Don't. This is your right. It's a global community. Oh, my God. This is better than yesterday. (laughs) I told you it was going to be because I said we don't play. Now you messed me all the way up. I was supposed to have, listen, I was trying to, I ain't got no makeup person to beat my face back and you know, have me on. Listen! <laughs> but like, it's it, it, like, yeah, like it's a tired, we're all connected. No one is separated. Like we're all, like they say for certain paths, there's a familiar. Yes. Because of the connection to nature. Yes. We all have that. Yeah. My but we <laughs> the things we don't understand. Yes. But once we align with being an agent of life, then our purpose becomes clear. Our agent of life, we get to speak to a whole bunch of people we never thought we could speak. Agent of life, it doesn't matter what you look like. You're able to connect to people that don't look like you. As right. long as you're an agent of life, you have aligned your mind, new heaven. 
your heart, your soul, your new earth in one accord to give life. Why? Because your new heaven is giving life. Mm. Your new heart is giving life because now there's forgiveness. Yeah. There's life now in your heart. That new, that new earth, that new world on your inside, your new soul power, your new soul force that you've connected to now is all aligned in giving life. So you become a wellspring that constantly just spruits out life. You know what? Let me find out you. Let me find out you a fifth element, a supreme being sent here to protect life. Let me find out. (laughs) Out of one belly shall flow rivers of living water. Out of this new ecosystem that's developing, you will give living waters, living waters of life. Life. That's our sole purpose. If we all did that, trust and believe, there will be no homelessness. Right. Because. Because together we'll solve it. Yeah. And we're a global community. Yeah. There will be no shenanigans and buffoonery like we've had since 20 nah. <laughs> November 2019 uh. to November 2021. We wouldn't have been in this space mm-hmm. if we would have been agents of life mm-hmm. and allowed the new heaven and new earth mm-hmm. and a new heart to work because then we would have addressed this as a global community. Mm-hmm. And not resorted to our, our, our traditional old school, not theologically sound Christian views on judging. Separatism. Mm-hmm. On the enemy. Mm-hmm. On the other. Mm-hmm. On the foreigners. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't, the, the only reason that existed and why language like China flu was harmful. Flu mm-hmm. came forth is because they operated in the space of judgment. the doing to others as others doing to you. They operated in the space that it was from judgment. judgment. Because that's what Christians think they have the authority to do when they're aligned with the good book. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I have a Bible app on my phone. The good mm-hmm. book. My grandmother does too. Mm-hmm. They, 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 they then feel judgment is their way. That's my job. I'm supposed to judge you because I'm supposed to love the sinner and hate the sin. Bull, get out of here. Get out of here. That's not what the great commandment says. So because of that, that's why that operated in that. And we were not able to address this as a global community. We have the capacity now, tomorrow, the day after, every living day that we wake up to continue to come to this place of being an agent of love. And the awesome part is just like love deepens over time and becomes timeless, so is the process of being an agent of life. It becomes deepened as we have new experiences where we have new opportunities to give life to somebody else and give life to ourselves. When you look in the mirror in the morning, when you're about to brush your teeth, wash your face, give a little quick ac- affirmation. Hell, before you raise up the damn bed, give yourself a quick little affirmation mm-hmm. and start this process. And I guarantee you, as we go on this journey, you will be healed from your church hurt. Mm-hmm. Guaranteed, you will be healed from the sexism and all the foolishness of the community and mm-hmm. the cultural hurt that you've endured. Mm-hmm. Because now we're all on this together. Mm-hmm. Like that whole we are one, like back in the days they used to walk arm to arm. Yes, mm-hmm. now what the queen has done is now created a community of folks that's locked arm to arm to, mm-hmm. to circle the planet. Mm-hmm. We get to circle the planet arm arm locked in, and now we get to be agents of life into the planet from all over the place. Like she does this without actually knowing it. She's literally creating a ring around the planet 
I just saw that in the room. That, that allows for all these people to utter with such a profound echo into the earth so that there is a new earth and a new heaven, a new heart. We, we get to speak agents of life into this thing. So from all over different perspectives around this, 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 this thing called the earth, we are now locked arm to arm to now be agents of life. Every time she shares somebody's content, she's now connecting another arm to an 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 arm to reinforce this belt. And because she's the diva of fashion, there may be some very creative type flow of this belt or this garment that is covering this planet that there is constantly this. <laughs> there's constantly- You're messing up my hair. You're making my hand move. <laughs> in the process of continue to give life. Like the planet can heal because yes, it just takes one. Right. To say no. It just takes one to stand up. To start but it. One is linked to the many. Yes. We, we get to do this in our own perspective. She is not creating a board where everyone has to be like, huh. Mm-hmm. Find your there's own humanity. Mm-hmm. There's evolution. Mm-hmm. There, there's no assimilation. There's transformation. Mm-hmm. There's no assimilation. There is personal investment and growth. Mm-hmm. And because we now become this greater community, we have the potential to heal the world. To heal the world. Like Michael Jackson tried, and Negroes couldn't understand the wisdom and the awesome oracleness of this being, this giant, this icon. Yeah. Because he knew then. We have the capacity to heal the world. That's why on that album cover, there was mm-hmm. a whole bunch of people mm-hmm. because he mm-hmm. understood then mm-hmm. we have the capacity to do this. Mm-hmm. We have this and we can do this. Mm-hmm. New heaven, get that mind different. Mm-hmm. Feed the mind differently. Unlearn those, those things that you always thought. Ask yourself the question, why do I think that toward this person? Right. New, new, new heaven. We always, we always look at the what, we never look at the why. That's where the work begins, is it's the why, understanding it. Understand it. And it's so crazy because 21 years ago, I had a progressive preacher. He was the last man to speak to me at college. And he told me, he said, listen, you're going to go around this world and you're going to amass a lot of fortune. And he said, not everybody's going to be happy about that. He said, but your response to that is I suffered for this. I bled for this. I transformed my mind, my heart for this. And then he said, when you are finished, they're going to have to say you were a man of God. That's what he told me. That's what he told me. And it's so crazy because in doing this work, like I said, my pastor follows me other pastors and bishops follow me and I'm looking and it's so crazy because I don't really connect with them because of my hurt but it's like because I'm like what what do you want (laughs) like what do you want (laughs) like that's why (laughs) like I'm not traditional I'm not what you you would and 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 I mean my pastor she she liked my videos and comment and and I'm like I'm like, what is going, like, I, I used to block Christians. I'm going to tell you the truth. I used to block them. I used to block them. As soon as they told me they was a Christian, like, I got this one baby. I loved him. He, he lived in Vegas. He was Jehovah's Witness. I talked to him one day, and he still doesn't know why, why I blocked him. Like, we were close, and he started spouting off this judgmental jargon, and I was like, oop, 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 nope. 
And he was very hurt by it. He was very hurt by it. But uh, I hope that he can watch this video and see. All right, we gotta go. Cause we, we done cried, we done. I want you to do this. I want you to tell everyone where they can find you directly. That's A. And then B is give me three things that empower you to do what you do with this passion and great intensity. Besides the dunamis anointing, but keep going. Besides that, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> so, oh my God, that just don't even real. So, um, <laughs> find me by Jermaine Green. Okay. What you will see is a person with like fresh face and a mohawk. It's Facebook. <laughs> it's me. Yeah. With arms stretched out in an all white gown, yeah. robe, whatever you want to call it. Then, yeah. That's me. That's Facebook, Sim right? That's Facebook, I'm right? Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. That's Facebook. <laughs> on, on Instagram, I am Emerald Enigma76. Okay. Find me there. Okay. Do you have um, Twitter? Yeah, I don't know what the hell the name is on Twitter. Because Twitter is like that random. I don't really post as much as I should be posting on Twitter, but I'm Dude. starting to. see. So, and then if you can't find me on Instagram or you can't find me on Facebook, Facebook, here's my personal email. You can email me and I will respond back. I will respond back. That's one thing I will do because the damn phone keep going off. Praise the Lord. Yeah. So, J Green, like the color. Mm -hmm. J-G-R-E-E-N at ufcnyc.org. You shoot me an email there. You can pin in the comments, A, the queen of shade. I'll know what it is. And then we'll engage. And I will directly prioritize those emails over all the other stuff. Chad, that, that stuff can wait. This is like more important because I understand like the, the context of three things. Okay. So like today just messed me all the way up. So, um, <clears throat> so uh, three things uh, that stokes the fire for me to be Jermaine. Uh, conversations like this, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, as well as conversations with people that don't agree like I agree. You like a little fight. That's New York. That's New York. I ain't trying to convert you. Let, That's let's just New York. That's New York. And I know you don't agree with what I agree. That's fine. Let's have a conversation. And hopefully a question can be said that makes you for a moment stop and think. And if not, that's fine. I would have learned something from you because I'm always seeking to learn. Mm -hmm. Also, um, I love nature. Mm -hmm. Like, whenever I've been in very unbalanced spaces mm -hmm. in New York, for anyone that knows New York, for all the New York watchers, yeah, what's going on, New York? What's going on? Forget about it. Yeah, so the Brooklyn Bridge in the dead center is in the midst of water. Yeah. And I've went historically and still do it. I will go to the center of the bridge and just sit. Normally at night, because I don't want anybody all around me. Because I'm right. moment. And at night, because the bridge is open 24 hours for all the mm, 24 hours. So I will go and walk very slowly and intentional for mm -hmm. me to be one with the water itself and the space. Because technically, it's almost like you're hovering. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And mm -hmm. that allows me to tap into all of the stuff that I spent. Uh, 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 uh. It allows me to tap into that. And then by the time I get to the other side of the bridge, I'm in a total different headspace. Mm -hmm. 
to the fact that normally I used to walk home from there, but I don't live in Brooklyn no more, so I have to hop on that train, and I will stay in that space. Because <laughs> we ain't doing no Uber. That's costly. So, the third thing, I'm just saying, the third thing, uh, my authentic friends, mm. keyword, that I gave a good word, adjective, authentic friends, mm-hmm. and my, my scale baby, because mm-hmm. that's my, that's my boo-boo, that's my boo-boo. Snakes. That's my boo-boo. Snakes. That's right. That's right. Oh my God, that's a contradiction to the Bible. Child, get over that stuff. We'll have send me an email. We can discuss that. Um, <laughs> so authentic friends, those are real people that are there for you. Yeah. Those are the communities that I said create that solar system. Yeah. Those folks. Not not the folks that are there when you got money or when you're on top. Mm-hmm. Not the folks that are intentionally there when you're down. Mm-hmm. They're gonna turn on because you down. Mm-hmm. Not, not, not those folks. Not the folks that are here and there. No, no, no. I'm talking about the lifetime friend, not the seasonals, not the situationals. No, no, no. I'm talking about the lifetime friends because as you're growing, they're growing. They're putting in their own work with themselves. Mm-hmm. And then when they notice that you little, you starting to slack or you starting mm-hmm. to slow down because you're having a human moment, they are there to honor your human moment and then pour life into you for you to then, when you're ready to start that thing going again, you have all the energy to get it started. There's, there's no jumper cables needed. They've already charged you up for that process. Those type of friends. And I ain't got a whole lot of those, because y'all, <laughs> I ain't um, about it. Yeah. But the ones I do have, th- there's an honest conversation. We, we can call each other on our bullshit mm-hmm. and then grow. We, we, we can have those loving conversations and loving conversations don't mean I'm trying to break you down. Loving conversations, that I want to see you be the best version of you that you can be. Right. I'm going to hold you accountable to what you said you said you was going to do when you said you was going to do it. Right. That's authentic friends. Those are the folks that in relationship, they're there for you. Out of relationship, they're there for you. With a job, they're there for you. No job, they're there for you. With a cute apartment, they're there for you. Sleeping on their sofa or sleeping on somebody's sofa or sleeping in a car or sleeping on a train, they're there for you. And they're going to sit and provide for you. Food in your house, no food in your house. They're going to love you. Money in your bank account, negative balance. They're going to love you. Those authentic friends, those are the ones I'm talking about. I ain't got too many of them. The ones I got, I hold on to them and yeah. make sure. Because those are the folks that will continue to ensure that I stay aligned with me and the agent of life. And I do the same for them to hold them accountable to that process. So those are the three things that keeps the fire stoked and keep me all in that space. Thank you so much. Today... I'm I'm recording it because I want it in here. I just, I felt, it was so weird because when we release tension or emotions or feelings, like for me, I usually feel it lift off of me. This kind of sank and went the other way out. Like it kind of like went like down instead of like, and it, it just, it just, you really helped me today. You helped me yesterday, but this time we recorded it and I'm I'm looking at it. That's why we got to go because I will kill. I, do you hear me? This was everything. And I just want to say thank you for doing this. It was time for us to have this conversation publicly because we've been having conversations like this since I was 19. Years. I was 19. I'm 39 now. So I'm 45. Right. So it was time. And I just, I thank you because there's going to be so many people that benefit from this. And of course, in the detailed section, I'm just going to put all your information, but like, and all the links, but like, it just, oh, 
this was so needed for me to go. I'm, I got to get out of here. I'm gonna have to call you after this. But for me to go to the next level, because, you know, I already told you I'm making a transition in my career from social media to my website. And I'm just really nervous about it and stressed about it. And but this is the thing I said earlier, somebody asked me, you know, what's going on? And I said I was stressed. And then immediately after I said it, a song came. And I literally recorded it and I was just like my, the rough so that I can actually work on it and record. And I, it just, it just happens that way. And I, and it's because like you said, new heaven, new earth, it's just always in line. And that momentum is constantly there. That sphere is constantly spinning. So let's get out of here so that this doesn't mess up. Thank you so much. And I will talk to you later. Say bye, right? Everybody. (laughs) Let me put, let me stop. So did you enjoy? I hope you did. Please like, comment, subscribe, share, and don't forget to cash at me at the Queen of Shade. I am your favorite content creator, right? Right. You want to see more of this content, right? Right. Cash at me. I love you. I've got my black stilettos on. Don't you make me take them off. I'm assuming her position. Gonna show you I'm a boss. I've been given 60 seconds just to put my thing.